y'all welcome back to my channel the truth about god my name is erica brown and if you're new to my channel what's up i'm so happy to have you and if you've been with me a while welcome back and if you are listening to me on my podcast or you're enjoying the blog what's up i'm so happy to have you and all the people on facebook what's up shout out to y'all as well and yeah i hope your week's been started off good and that you know what i I pray that God's been giving you revelation. If you've been in a place where you've kind of been in a wilderness, like a mental wilderness or an emotional wilderness, and you don't really understand what's going on and you can't see and you're just feeling frustrated and agitated with people who really not doing nothing to you or you just lashing out, I just pray that God will give you revelation and peace and serenity, even with what you're going through, even if your situation don't change. And it doesn't resolve it immediately. I pray that God will still give you peace while you're in it to kind of settle your spirit and soul in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that's all it means. So, with that being said, I always tell y'all that the Holy Spirit always gives me the best segues into whatever the Lord has given me to speak to you about. So, today I want to talk to you about God's Word and does the Word of God abide in you, Okay. I'm going to give you the, the, the first scripture reference uh, right now. It is John chapter 5, verses 38 and 40. John chapter 5, verses 38 through 40. And do you not have his word abiding in you? For you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. Let me read that to you one more time. It's John chapter 5, verses 38 through 40. And you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. That was uh, John chapter 5, verses 38 through 40. Now, in the scripture, Jesus is talking to the Jews, okay? Now, how do you know that the word of God abides in you? How like, how would you know that the word of God abides in you, okay? The Jewish, the Jewish sorry y'all, the Jewish people, okay, that Jesus was speaking to in John chapter 5 verses, verse 38 through 40, knew the word of God. They knew the word of God front and back, back and front, okay? They were well versed in the law of Moses as well as the prophets. So they, they knew it. They would have known about Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And let me give that to you one right now, okay? Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Actually, it's going to be longer than 6. It's going to be Isaiah chapter 9, verses... Oh, you're right. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us, the child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'll read that to you one more time. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. All right, that's Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Now, for us, we um, 
see that scripture a lot around Christmas time, right? Because we're celebrating the birth of Jesus and we're remembering the prophecies that the prophet Isaiah gave about the coming of the Christ, okay? The coming of our Savior. So the Jewish people at this time would have known that scripture. They would have known it front and back. They, they, they would have been well acquainted, I should say, um, with the Old Testament, okay? So they would have known about Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, like I said, where God spoke of the coming Messiah, right? They were not unfamiliar with what we now know as the Old Testament. They, they knew it, for real, for real, okay? So how do you know that the Word of God is abiding in you, okay? We are in very unfamiliar and somewhat turbulent times. And... The New Testament speaks about this. So the things that we are going through currently, the New Testament already let us know what we were going to be dealing with. The New Testament let us know how people were going to act. Um, the New Testament let us know what the Antichrist was going to be like, What so we can expect it. We'll know it when we see it, okay, when we hear it, right? Uh, the New Testament let us know the struggles we were going to face. The New Testament let us know... Um, um, how Jesus was there to support us and strengthen us and he never leave us or forsake us. Like it prepared us for the time that we're in now, just like the old Testament was preparing the Jews for the coming Messiah. Right. So they would have known what to expect. Now it was, you know, um, they didn't receive Jesus, right? If you're a Christian and you know anything about this, you know, that the Jews did not receive Jesus, but his coming was prophesied in the scripture. And they would have known that. They would have known that scripture and they would have been very familiar with it, right? So they were not, like I said, they were not unfamiliar with what we now know as the Old Testament. So how do you know that the word of God is abiding in you, okay, in me? How do we know this? Like I said, we're very in very unfamiliar and turbulent times in the New Testament. Like I just told you, we broke it all down for us. We know what's up, okay? So Jesus came and told us what to expect. And what to do, right? He, he gave us clear instructions. This is what to expect. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to be facing. This is what you're going to be dealing with. And this is what you do in response to what you're facing and dealing with, right? Now, if someone came up to you and said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, would you repent because you know that the kingdom of God is at hand? <laughs> Uh, because Jesus confirmed it in the scripture and take it as a warning to repent from sin, right? Because if Jesus sends somebody to us to speak to us directly, um, we got to pay attention to that, right? No matter. And I know this is hard, you know, for us and our flesh and our spirit. And I don't want to talk like this wouldn't be a difficult thing, depending on the type of person you are, depending on your personality, depending on what you got going on inside of yourself. Some of us struggle with pride, some of us struggle with vanity, some of us struggle with ego, you know, and it may be difficult, especially if you feel like you in the word for real and you know Jesus for someone to come up to you and tell you repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Your flesh may not want to hear it, right? But if you a person who is in your heart, right? the word the word of god abides in you 
You may say, you know what, flesh, you can't have me today. The Lord has told me repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. I got to pay attention. There must be some sin in my life, something in my life that God wants to address. And he does not hate me. He loves me. He wants the best for me. So if he didn't send somebody here to speak this word to me, I need to pay attention. I need to repent. I need to ask him to help me, right? And lead me away from this sin and deliver me and restore me and heal me and <laughs> restore me to faithfulness, whatever it is that he, in righteousness, whatever he wants, right? Because it's in him. All those things are in him. And I'm going to move forward, right? So if someone said that to you, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, right? Would you do it? Would you do it because you know the kingdom of God is at hand because it's confirmed in the scripture? And you would take this as a warning to repent from whatever sin you got going on in your life because we all struggling with something. None of us are oblivious to flesh or, or not oblivious to it, but um, exempt from flesh, right? Or, or would you question it and become aggravated because that truth doesn't dwell in you, right? It's somewhere on the surface. Like me, maybe right up here, like a sandwich is on top. It's the top layer of bread, but it's not the meat. It's not the cheese. It's not the lettuce. It's not the tomato. It's not in there, right? It's not in between yet. So somewhere on the surface, but not quite in you. What do we do to make sure that we don't become like the Jews in John chapter 5, verse 38 through 40? Because Jesus said, and I want to read that to you again because I really want you to hear it. And this is Jesus talking to them. This is Jesus speaking to the Jews, right, about himself. I want you to hear what I'm saying. And you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. All right, John 38 John chapter 5, verse 38 through 40. This is Jesus talking to the Jews. You think you got eternal life because you search the scriptures and you think that in them you have eternal life. But the scriptures are bearing witness about me that's coming. That's why I brought up Isaiah chapter 9, um, verse 6, right? And then Jesus goes on to say, Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. Everything that we need to have life is in Jesus. And I know the temptation to find life elsewhere to seek life elsewhere where well, I'm reading the scriptures and I think I'm gonna have life in this but the word have to dwell in you right they knew they they knew the scriptures right but the word wasn't dwelling in them and I just really pray that the Holy Spirit break that down in your mind and your heart and your soul not just for you but for me too okay so how what do we do to make sure that we don't become like the Jews right in John chapter 5 38 and 40 Seek first the kingdom of God. The scripture tells us exactly what to do, right? And if you can't do it, because you can't do nothing on your own, I can't do nothing by myself. My desires are not enough. Everything I need is in Jesus, okay? I still need Jesus to help me with this, all right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, not just the food, the water, the shelter, the clothes, but these things, these spiritual things, right, that we need to be set apart and delivered from the demonic things of this world, right? We need Jesus to intercede for us. We need Jesus to teach us how to seek after him. We need Jesus to remind us when we need to repent, right? <laughs> Even when we think we got all our right stuff together, we need Jesus to remind us, repent. 
the kingdom of God is at hand. You're going down the wrong road. You veered off a little bit. Come back this way, okay? We need Jesus for that. See, first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added to you, okay? Lord, tell me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for redirection. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, and your power. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for restoring us. Thank you for teaching us to repent and turn from evil and turn to you. Thank you, Jesus, and showing us how to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for helping us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for revealing yourself to us. Thank you for revealing our sin to us so you can bring us out of it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for praise and worship that we can give that to you because it's yours anyway in the mighty name of Jesus. And please keep us in the center of your will and in the palm of your mighty hand. It is in your precious son, Jesus' name, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thank you, Jesus, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Y'all! I pray that this message blessed you, helps you, encourages you, and reminds you. Let Jesus sink in. Let him sink in. Let him get deep down in there, okay? And I watch, um, uh, I don't know if y'all know Sugar King. And if you don't know Sugar King, go and check him out, all right? And I'm saying it very pronounced so you can Google him correctly, Shuler King, or look it for him on YouTube because he's on YouTube just like me, okay? And I watched his video last night and he said, do what God tells you to do. Do whatever God tells you to do. And... He just really reminded me, that's my husband's phone ringing, but y'all pay attention, okay? He just really reminded me. All right, now. He really reminded me <laughs> that whatever God tells me to do is enough. Whatever God tells me to do is enough. It don't matter what nobody else say. Nobody, husband, kids, parents, siblings, friends, none of that. What God tells me to do is enough okay so if you get confused and you worried and you uncertain like okay lord am i doing enough do whatever god tells you to do okay if you just doing what god tells you to do you are knocking it out the park okay because you're doing everything that you need to do in this moment and in the next okay right now in the mighty name of Jesus, all right? So like I said, y'all, I pray that this message helps you, bless you, and encourages you, okay? And reminds you, prompts you, let the word of God dwell in you, like abide in you, all right? So if this message bless you, helps you, or encourages you, please like, subscribe, and comment below. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>